In this episode of the Exploring for Security podcast, why social skills are important, part three. Welcome to the Exploring Information Security Podcast, where you will learn, explore, and grow your security mindset. I am your host, Timothy D. Block. This is the final episode for why social skills are important with Johnny Christmas. Um, for body language, I have this book, uh, What Everybody Is Saying, like two words, like get it, What Everybody Is Saying, um, by Joe Navarro. Uh, he's an ex-FBI agent and uh, so they're all trained on psyops and how to identify what's up with people and people and call out the liar as quickly as possible. Those sorts of things. Um, it's it's great for um, identifying what kind of mood people are in and identifying the changes in their mood as you're saying things and as you uh, consciously practice it and keep an eye out for it. And it's also something really cool to just do when you're sitting in a park or in a cafe, like just looking at people and. Uh, figuring out what's up with them just based on their their tiny movements. Um, that's super handy for uh, managing social situations. Uh, so again, what everybody is saying by Joe Navarro. Um, I talked about neurolinguistic programming for a second there. This is like a super advanced, crazy, like red pill level bananas stuff. Uh, and it focuses around, and basically it, any any book on NLP. I have one called Introducing NLP that got me started, but there's so many good ones out there. Um, and it's based on this concept that the human brain evolved to be most receptive to storytelling, uh, parables. Um, some argue that that's why Jesus spoke in parables, because it was easier to convince people of things when they heard them in the context of a story, even if the story is fictional, even if the people know that the story is fictional, there's still, it's really easy to implant things and opinions that you want them to have. Uh, if you embed it in a story, it's, it's waking inception. You tell us, you can tell a story uh, of something that happened to you. And, uh, in the same story, you're also like, were you, you, maybe you tell a story about where you rescued a drowning kid um, and you don't really focus on your efforts of rescuing the drowning kid. You focus on uh, maybe the kid and his life before and after, but you, you hid the fact in there that you're the kind of person who would, who's a hero and you'd rescue drowning kids. And that's a very blatant uh, I, concept I'm hitting you with, but mm-hmm. um, that LP buries those things way deep in it and gets people to think certain ways and have certain opinions when you, when you bury them in the context of a story that makes them feel a certain way, it just, it, it bypasses all the brain's defensive uh, and logical systems and hits them right, right in the hypothalamus, right in the emotion center. And it just absorbs it and locks it in. And it comes from, uh, like I said, the days when um, we as human beings shared everything for, through stories. Uh, and I mean, that's how religion came about was, was storytelling in order to get people to, live a good life or live the way that we at least the, you know, the, the priests at the time thought the good life was. Um, and so that's, that's NLP and it's really cool because it's something that we in our technological, logical, constantly conscious world we live in. We don't, we, we don't, we forget that we haven't evolved much because evolution takes millions and millions of years. So effectively we're the exact same physiological creatures that we were 17,000 years ago. And we're still susceptible to the same dumb garbage. Um, you know, just like, just like most of us, we can't really process cow's milk properly. We can't really digest it. Right. And a lot of people have some serious problems digesting cow's milk. Uh, And it's because we haven't, 
as an animal been drinking cow's milk long enough to evolve the proper enzymes and digestive processes to handle it properly. We just, we have to drink cow's milk for another couple of million years before our body will be able to take full advantage of what it has to offer. Uh, and in the same way, we have to stop telling stories for a couple of million years before our brains stop becoming susceptible to such uh, embedded trickery. Uh, but again, that's, it's called neuro linguistic programming. Um, if you go on YouTube and look it up, there's you you can there'll be there's people who tell stories and you can watch it happen to you. They'll tell you a story and then they'll tell you what your opinion of a specific of a particular thing is, and you go, "Oh man, he's right. He totally tricked me, and I didn't even see that coming." It's kind of like hypnotism, but uh, it's real and actually works. <laughs> uh, so that's that's. Man, that's something I could give a whole talk at a con about. Probably, maybe you just inspired me to do that. Okay, um, it, it sounds interesting, I, and I'm I'm into psychology, so that's that'd be a fantastic it, talk. <laughs> I don't want to overwhelm you with uh, this huge reading list. I'd say check out those three, and those are great resources to start with. Okay, My, maybe easiest to most difficult. So, so you mentioned going out and uh, practicing a lot of these skills to get better at them, which I, which I agree with, but have you found this to be effective online at all? Or is it kind of missing something because you don't have that, you know, in person body language going on? Like, can you still improve social skills via just interacting online in video games or forums or Slack or IRC? Oh yeah. It's it. And, uh, it's, it's in a bizarre way uh, at the same time, like expert mode, like super hard difficulty. And at the same time, the easiest thing on earth, uh, it's just, the problem is that it's completely different. Um, and it's, uh, a, a lot of it online it involves not saying too much. <laughs> okay. Um, gosh, what a question. Uh, it, it's it, it's absolutely its own realm because we have the, that like perceived anonymity that comes across with um, text based methods of communications, um, and so like so every time every single time you interact with other human beings, like even passively, uh, like passively like writing writing on someone's Facebook wall or even like participating in a conversation on Facebook or in a text message group or anything like that. Um, uh, I guess that's more active. Passive would be like writing technical documentation or security awareness training or emails that may be read by people who who don't currently or won't ever know you. Um, like that, the perceived anonymity of text-based communications uh, has caused us to become like absolutely horrible at communicating in a respectful, amicable manner with each other. Um, that like, uh, you know, as soon as like we see an email come in or a text message hit our phone we already have this like subconscious level of disdain towards it before we even look at it. Like as soon as we get a text coming, we're like, fuck, what, 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 what is this? What's it going to be? And it's like, it's somewhere deep down way in the back of the head. You're just, you're not excited that you got a text message unless like you're, you've been anticipating someone for you want to hear from, but usually it's just like, Oh, what is this now? Um, like remember when people used to be excited to, to get a letter in the mail, Right. Uh, like we, we used to lose our minds over the Sears catalog and that was, spam. <laughs> that was, I mean, you and I are old enough to actually remember that. Um, 
Yeah. Fun, fun Johnny Christmas fact. I used to be a, a model for the Sears catalog when I was a kid. What? For Oshkosh Bagash. I wear my little overalls. And I was like six I, years old. I was a who's Sears. got a Sears? Someone's got to have a <laughs> Sears. What year is this? We've got to find oh, this. I don't want to say early 80s. Um, <laughs> 80 to like 83, 84. Yeah. <laughs> all these hoarders need to go through and send in like a picture of this now. Hit us up on Twitter. Oh man! Anyone who finds a picture of me modeling in the Sears catalog from the early eighties, I'll buy you. Uh, I'll buy you a DerbyCon badge. <laughs> yeah, look at that! You can't even buy those right now. Hey, now you won't. You won't find one, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Just like you can't find a DerbyCon badge. You, uh, I, 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 think, I think that's challenge accepted for some people. Yeah. But it's legit. Hey, and you know what? And I'll, if you find one, I'll hunt you down a DerbyCon badge. I'll put um, it in a song presentation for one of my talks. <laughs> go ahead and take a picture of it <laughs> put a picture of you taking a picture of your slide <laughs> I'll, um, I'll go by the same Ashka Bagash or something so Ashkash Bagash I don't even know the brands around anymore <laughs> I don't know um, way off track <laughs> so oh sorry so back on track so like we need, like when communicating in text-based media, um, we need to make sure that whenever we're communicating anything, the person on the other end is going to have a positive regard towards us, uh, the senders, even if we're bearing bad news, even if we're telling someone they're wrong. Um, and, and we learn that from, you know, working in security where our job is to tell everyone no, but we have to tell them no in a way that makes them still like us and want to understand no so that they actually do the no or, you know, not do the thing instead of just going behind our back and doing the thing anyway. Um, and so like when you're, when you're having conversations online and you see someone who's posting something that's blatantly wrong, um, that's like, that's addressed five different ways in how to win friends and influence mm -hmm. people. Yep. And you just do that. You do that basic stuff where it's like you, you, you have to go out of your way with the flowery language to make sure that you're like, they understand that you're not attacking their personal character or calling them stupid for, because you're pointing out that they're wrong. So like you acknowledge why that you think they understand that this to be true. However, uh, what I have seen personally in my experience that in certain cases, uh, what you've stated, uh, has been shown to be false, you know, in, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing, mm -hmm. of course, nope. but you, yep. you, just, you have to do that. Well, in person, we can do that with our body language, with caring mannerisms. Um, our eyes show a lot. Our faces show a lot. You have to convey that those things in text. And so you have to just directly state things. You know, you have to directly state that you respect their opinion, even if you don't. Right. Uh, just to knock them off. And uh, it's generally irritating. And I just, you know, if you don't have to do it, I recommend against it. But it's 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 at the same time incredibly easy to navigate and yet really, really difficult because you have to just suck up so much pride when you're typing these things. When in your head, you're like, this person is an idiot. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I found in my experience that to yeah. not be true. However, I understand if you've found uh, the opposite to be, in fact, factual, you know, right. Don't talk like that because then they'll hate you even more. But you know what I mean. <laughs> Unless you have a monocle and a top hat. Oh, man. I wish. Case, we'll just, those were the days. <laughs> oh, if we could have just, like, where did we go wrong? I don't Short know. Short pants. Short pants is where we <laughs> When we started showing our ankles that society went south. <laughs> we laugh at them, but they were right. 
It, uh, You're all it about was, cover up your ankles, and we thought they were. We think they're silly now, but I submit that that's where society really took a tumble. Yeah, put your no, pants I, on, kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, is there anything else you'd like to mention that we haven't already discussed? Uh, I mean, I, yeah, but <laughs> you know, this is something I talk about for six hours. Um, I think we've 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 definitely covered a lot of basic and intermediate, and even some advanced stuff in here for people to uh, to to get to work on. I I, I think the big topics of like, you have to get out there and practice. Like everyone complains that they're just not good socially. And because of that, they don't go be social. And so it's just a self-fulfilling prophecy mm-hmm. or, you know, it's self self-defeating. Um, you're not going to get better at something you don't do. And it's the same people. Uh, it's the same reason guitars are really cheap on Craigslist. Cause everyone buys a guitar. Like if you're uh, a white male from the suburbs, you have owned a, at least one guitar. Um, and uh, it's because everyone buys a guitar when they're 16 or they get their dad to buy them one or whatever because they want to be a rock star. But then they find out like they're not good at it because nobody's good at a guitar because what a weird thing to be naturally good at. It's not something a human has can do normally. Uh, so you have to practice. Uh, and then they don't want to practice and they go, this is dumb. I hate it. And they throw it in the closet. And then six years later, they sell it for pennies on the dollar. Um, you can't just be going, oh, I... I'm bad at being social. I hate it. It's dumb. And so I'm going to just throw myself in my closet and then you're going to end up selling yourself for pennies on the dollar because you didn't practice. And so I think that's, that that's got to be the number one takeaway. You have to practice. You have to push yourself. Um, you don't have to be extreme as extreme as me and Lintile talking about presenting each other's, uh, uh, presentations at conferences at under each other's names. And like, that's, that's like expert level, but just like I said, starting conversations with strangers, um, learn some tricks, go have fun. And like worst case scenario, they're a stranger. Uh, you don't ever have to talk to them again. So what's the worst that can happen? Um, other than the, you know, the fight club mantra of you never really know who you are until you've been in a fight. Um, you might even get into a fight and learn something about yourself. Right. And <laughs> not, not advocate you know, taking a swing at people, but just saying, if you, someone takes a swing at you, it's not the worst thing in the world. Right. Right. It's a weird thing to end on. So, no, no. <laughs> well, I, it, okay. So we'll end on this. Um, one of the books that, that really impacted me was, uh, feel the, uh, feel the fear and do it anyways by I think Dr. Jeffers. It'll be in the show notes, but one of those showed me that everyone has that fear. Like Johnny said, that there's still, he still has things he's working on and still um, has anxiety about different things. I think we all do. Um, and, and, and he always will. I think that was a big right. part of it. Um, but, you know, recognizing that and then going, okay, I recognize it. And then just going and doing it. And then you'll be rewarded, you know, exponentially be from that and from each time you do it again and again. Mm-hmm. Uh, until it just becomes a little bit more natural and that anxiety is still there, but it's a lot less. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I get behind it 100%. Um, and just an addendum to that, like there's some experts. Uh, so there's a book called the game by Neil Strauss that um, one of my all time favorite books, uh, because it tells it, it, it provides a context to show you how shallow human psychology really is like how simple of creatures we actually are. Um, 
it also shows you the outright dangers of how social engineering for malicious purposes can ruin your own life. But a lot of people kind of gloss over that aspect of the book, even though that's the whole point. Uh, mm-hmm. So I don't recommend people read it anymore. <laughs> However, it's one of my favorite books. Um, there's there's a, a statistic in there where this guy who's uh, often agreed to be one of the world's greatest pickup artists uh, in that pickup artists, uh, you know, the guy going, he considers a successful pickup going from meeting a stranger to getting their phone number. Um, he's got a 20% success rate. And this is the guy who is so famous for pickup artistry that he's had TV shows, multiple DVDs, multiple books that have sold millions of copies. Uh, and even he says, uh, my success rate is 20%, one in five. If you are getting a success rate of one in five people, like where you make some sort of connection with every fifth Mm -hmm. person you talk to and connection being like you got some contact information, they would like to talk to you again. And this could be business contact. This is, you know, not necessarily picking up uh, uh, dates, but just any kind of like you clicked with somebody Uh, you made, you know, you made an acquaintance. If you're only hitting that with one in every five people, that's considered uh, top tier. So don't let the four out of five failures make you think that you're bad at it. That's just how different, how vastly different all human personalities are. You're only going to click with about 20% of the people and that's okay. That's great. If you hit 20%, that means you're pretty normal. Uh, so don't, don't let that turn you off. Yeah, no, that's, that's a great point. And that's one of the things I really learned is, is that it's, it's i'm not going to click with everybody i I click better with than other people and that's that's okay yeah we want to click with everybody like of course we do but you're not gonna you won't the abs and we all we all also know that like i'm not telling any like there's no one listening to this like oh my god you're not oh i thought i was gonna i thought there's people who click with everyone no absolutely not 20 percent. shoot for that one in five and you're, you're doing it perfect yep Absolutely. Well, we, we, we probably could go on for this because this is one of my favorite subjects as well. Yeah. Um, if you're open to it, uh, we could shoot out. If someone wants to shoot in a question, we can talk about different techniques, not like immediately, but maybe down the road. Um, we're both going to be at Show Me Con together. Um, would you be open to doing something like that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I'm always willing to help other people. Okay. That's, so that's it, the only thing I do that, like, that I'm proud of, that I, like, that I think I'm good at. <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah, if, if uh, you can shoot me an email, timothy.dblack at gmail.com. If there's something that you're struggling with, um, you know, we can get into that topic. If we, if we get enough responses, maybe we have enough for another episode and we can kind of go through that um, in a future podcast. Um, but yeah, we're, we're pretty much for way over time. I'm hoping this isn't a three-parter. I can make it a two-parter, oh, uh, but if it's a three-parter, I mean, that's, that's, it is what it is. So yeah. um, what would you like to plug? Um, a good applicable plug, my YouTube channel, all my talks on there. There's a, there's a talks playlist on my YouTube channel and that's, uh, there's a quite a number of human networking talks in there that cover a lot of the topics that we're talking about today. So I would say if you want further information, go there. Um, I, it's at youtube.com slash C slash Johnny Xmas. They make you put that C in there for custom URLs. I think it's annoying, but at least it's easy to figure out youtube.com slash Charlie slash Johnny Xmas. Um, or I'm on Twitter at, at, uh, Johnny Xmas with a zero and a four. Cause I'm, that's how old I am. 
you know old hackers because they put numbers in their names still. So it's like J0HNNYXM4S. Uh, and those are probably the best two ways to get a hold of me. Or at least listen to me rant. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, thank you for joining me to discuss what it, why social skills are important. Yeah, it was great to be here again. I hope I, hope I did make the first three-parter uh, for your podcast. <laughs> I've already, <laughs> already had a three-parter. Uh, all right. I know we talking. could easily. I know we could easily go four. So, yeah, but like we said, don't keep talking to the point where people are done listening. <laughs> I, I can't make a, a month entire of just you and me talking. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'd love to, but Johnny Xmas month. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I, I need. Want to that. <laughs> still have the joke where I followed you around with the camera. Oh yeah, you did. <laughs> Who is this guy? that will do it hopefully you learned something feedback is welcome at timothy.dblock at gmail.com or on twitter at timothydblock show notes can be found at timothydblock.com forward slash e-i-s if you enjoyed the show share it with others and rate it on itunes have a good one